0: Welcome to my podcast. I'm Ninka Benedet Marwitson and I reversed my son's autism and I healed myself from depression, anxiety, obesity and the whole family from digestive issues, asthma, allergies and just overall low quality of life. I'm here to improve your life quality, your self-healing capacity and your happiness by reconnecting you to your self-healing powers and mother nature. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm Ninka Benedet Mauritsson, and this is a story about how I helped my son recover from autism and saved myself from obesity, anxiety and depression at the same time, and my whole family from asthma, allergies and gut issues. I wrote a book about this. It became a massive bestseller here in, in Scandinavia, where I'm from. I currently live in the UK. But when I saw my son recover from autism before my eyes, I saw myself lose all these kilos of fat, overcome my emotional, um, psychological challenges. And I saw how my children didn't need their asthma sprays anymore. They slept well at night and we overcame all these issues that so many families struggle with. I decided that this was my life purpose. I needed to write a book about it, and I needed to help other families get the tools that I used to to help my son and help myself. And that's what I've done for the past year, 10 years now, and my book sold 180,000 copies in this tiny co- country called Denmark. And it's an, it's an equivalent of a sales... Of about six million books in the United States so that's just to give you a perspective. Since then I've helped thousands of families online in my online courses. You can follow me on Instagram Ninkas Detox and on my website and this is a story about my life's darkest moment and the transformation of my son and my family. I remember my lowest moment like it was yesterday. It was vacation time. I was in the garden the night before. I had just shared a bottle of wine with my husband like we did so often. We would just been to the ice cream parlor to buy ice cream for the kids and a bunch of candy for TV dinner later. We had eaten the usual pizza we had bread for breakfast and cereal. And looking at us from the outside, we probably looked like most families, except from my son, who was just diagnosed at that time with um, infantile autism. I was fat. I was depressed. I didn't sleep well at night. I had cellulite and acne all over my body. I was unhappy in my marriage and I was unhappy as a mom because I felt inadequate. I felt irritable. I had mood swings. I felt like my life was a struggle, just barely hanging in there because I didn't have the time I needed to be and uh, the mom that I thought I was going to be. And I was snappy and I used to yell at my kids. But this particular July... Day in July was my darkest day, and it was my wake-up call. So my youngest son just, he cut himself or he hit himself. Something happened so that he was crying and he needed comfort. And I was sitting there, and I, I opened my arms so that he could run towards me and get comfort from me, but he ran right past me to his dad, and then I realized this had happened many, many times before. And I knew in that moment why. Children realize when we cannot take care of ourselves, if we cannot mother ourselves, if we can't parent ourselves, how on earth can we parent them? So my son was actually protecting me. He was instinctively instinctively he was thinking this woman can't even take care of her own needs I'm not going to bother her with my needs I'm going to go to my dad instead and it was at that moment I knew that I had come to my point of no return my son had recently been diagnosed with autism my both of my sons were on asthma medication I was fat and we were all sick We didn't sleep well at night. My son had no eye contact with us. He didn't want any physical contact. All he did was to line up things, have these extreme fits of anger. He didn't sleep at night. He was coughing all night, and he was screaming at us. He he was violent. We couldn't go for a ride with him. We couldn't take him to the shops because he would be having tantrums and running out in front of cars, jumping from balconies, he would be in this severe life and death danger zone all day long. And I was so exhausted. Because imagine if you had a child who was five years old, six years old, and you would have to have your eyes fixated on this child every minute of the day, because if you didn't he might die or he might attack his little brother or he might bite his brother or something awful would happen would happen to him we literally had to live as two separate units because we couldn't go for a car ride together that's how violent he was and we could never leave him with his brother so i think i was suffering from post traumatic stress disorder already at that time as a young mom in my 30s and our friends had started to tell us you know you I think you need to you need to think about putting him into an institution because he is truly ruining your family and I can see that you're breaking you you, you're, you're falling apart in front of our eyes and deep down inside I knew this was true and I also knew that I could not give up on my child I joined the Autistic Society and I met a whole bunch of experts and moms. And all they told me was, okay, this is a new situation. You thought you were going to one destination and now you're going to a different destination. So you just have to learn how to cope with this new scenario that your life has become. And there was this sense of we are all victims and we need help and no one's giving us help to cope with this sick child. We need we need a diagnosis, we need financial support, we need um, coping strategies. That was the feeling I was getting from the doctors, from the experts. No one ever asked me, what's his diet like? What's his lifestyle like? No one questioned whether there was anything that we could do to help this child sleep better at night, help him, um, relieve him from some of these physical symptoms that also were linked to his autistic behavior. I'm talking about his gut issues. He always had uh, constipation or diarrhea. I'm talking about his sleep issues. He didn't sleep. He had night terror. He had eczema. He had so much going on with sensory input confusion so that he could not even take a shower because it was so provocative, (laughs) it was so awful for his system. He couldn't wear clothes, um, he didn't want us to touch him and he was screaming all day long. So I'm a journalist and I was working in national news at the time I had my child, and um, I started researching. Back in 2007, I think it was, there was no, it wasn't big. YouTube wasn't there. There wasn't anything going on on Facebook. And I just had to research online. And I found this group of doctors in America, and I found articles from this place called Autism Research Institute. And it was doctors telling me that changing diets can help these children, can help them overcome some of these symptoms. And I even read an article and a book from a guy called Kenneth Bock. The book was called Healing the New Childhood Epidemics. It's actually right here. I'm sitting here right next to my bookshelf. You can hear me clicking through this book right now. In the beginning of the book, I have written End, Beginning, and that is a description of my journey in uncovering the mystery of autism and the mystery of so many issues that families struggle with. I went to a conference where this man was speaking and so many other doctors neurologists gastroenterologists pediatricians scientists psychologists all talking about the same topics namely how allergies ADHD autism um and asthma is linked to lifestyle toxins diet especially a diet of processed food, foods, um, gluten, dairy, toxins in the environment, heavy metals, gut issues, methylation, um, lack of ability to take in nutrients, a poor detoxif- detoxification system in these children, a weak liver and kidney function. All of this combined with diet and lifestyle contributes is what these doctors told me, to the symptoms of autism. And when you remove all these triggers, you can reverse autism. You can, you can get your child to a better place. And I was sitting there because I, I went to America. It was the first trip across the Atlantic from Denmark to America. And I was sitting there in this room with hundreds of moms like me. And doctors up on the stage, and every single medical professional up on that stage had some relative who suffered from autism or ADHD, and they had this story about how this had helped a child they knew even recover from autism. And I was looking around at all these moms, and I could see tears in their eyes, and I could feel how I was getting all teary-eyed as well. I could feel my heart beating so fast because I knew I had found a way to help my child. I didn't at the time think that I could recover him from autism because I had followed my doctor's advice from day one. I had given my son antibiotics when he had eczema and I had given him formula when he was four months old because the doctor said he's probably crying because he's still hungry and the breast milk won't be enough for him. And it just got worse and worse. The more I followed these rules and these advice, this advice that I was getting from my doctor and from the nurses, the worse my child felt. And it was even his his stool was so incredibly smelly and I was just wondering why is it that my child is getting worse the more I listen to your advice? Is it that I need to look somewhere else? Do is, Do you even know what you're talking about because you're making, it seems like my child is getting sicker the more I do as you tell me to do? And when i when i went back from that conference i went back home into my directly into my kitchen and i took a huge plastic bag and i got rid of everything that was toxic processed got rid of everything that was that contained gluten dairy uh, processed foods sugar refined sugar additives <laughs> Uh, food colorings, anything that didn't look like it was would be something that my grandma would have made in her kitchen, including gluten and, and dairy. Because I must admit that my my grandma she did she did cook with both. But I knew I just had to get rid of everything. I even got rid of all our cleaning agents, every shampoo and cream and beauty product that had toxins in them. I got rid of everything. I even threw out the TV, or I put the TV up um, up in the garage. and then we just sat there in silence, and we knew that our life it was like a rebirth, our life had started from that day, and this was the first day in the life of our transformation. Little did I know that that exact action. That clearing process saved my son's life, quite literally. So we had to start from scratch. We had to learn how to cook without all these ingredients. We had to stop going for pizzas and put, putting pizzas into the microwave and cook in 10 minutes. We had to make food from scratch. So we just ate and prepared chicken, vegetables, berries, nuts, meat, fish, seafood, and that was basically it. Dried fruits as well, fruit and vegetables and berries. So um, in the beginning, of course, the children didn't want that kind of food. They were used to chocolate and candy and crisps and chips and fries and all these foods that really trigger the taste buds and the and the reward mechanisms in the brain so they wouldn't have any of the food that we prepared. And I was so scared because I was so scared of my child not getting any food in. And I knew we had to do this and I knew that we just had to put this food out on the table and what I did was I cut these beautiful um pieces of fruit and veg and berries into these colorful plates of goodness and nuts and I roasted the nuts in coconut oil and I added some some honey to it and I made it look really nice and I made beautiful dips and dressings so that they could just go and grab something on the table dip it taste it and be tempted by it but in the beginning they weren't And they just left without eating. And I just said nothing. I didn't even try to talk them into trying it. I knew I just had to stay calm and not let them feel that I wanted them to eat because that would make them think that they had control and power over me. And actually a couple of days went by like that where my oldest basically didn't eat anything. The youngest, he was so little and he was so tiny that I could influence him much easier. And he just... He just fit right in, but then my youngest, uh, my oldest, my my autistic child, he got curious. So he would sneak up and he would look up um, over the table. You could just see his eyes peek up, and he would grab a berry and he would grab a piece of chicken and he'd just try it and then leave. Tiny, tiny amounts. We only had water on the table, so there was nothing tempting there. But of course, he needed water, so that was a given. And he did get thirsty and drink. And within this first week, he started eating real food, which was a massive victory for me. I felt so proud as a mom, because I did feel guilty feeding my my children crappy foods before, and so it felt so good to provide real food for them. I also taught myself to create truffles out of ground almonds and dried fruits and protein powder or, and spices and fiber and green powder. I also created cakes and I added super greens into the cake so that I knew that my children if they had a piece of cake at least they had some fats some protein from the eggs and some greens from the super green powder that they couldn't taste because it also had some honey it had uh, cocoa it had maybe cinnamon and that's the way I slowly gradually cheated food into these children that was nutrition nutritious nutrient dense full of fiber satisfied them and made sure that they they got what they needed. And then the strangest things started to happen. Now, bearing in mind, this is a, this is many, many years ago, so I'm not sure what happened within the first month and within the second month. All I know is that within the first months we started to see significant change. And the first was that our children started to sleep throughout the night. They stopped coughing. They stopped coughing to an extent that we didn't need to give them the asthma medication any longer. And this was severe asthma. And the reason why I was, I felt safe about this, of course we talked to the doctor about this as well, but my husband at the time, he had been um, on asthma medication since he was a baby and he was in his 20s. Back then, he didn't need his asthma medication because the whole family was just eating the same thing. And he'd never tried that for the whole of his life. And so we concluded that this had to do with the change of lifestyle and diet, and probably milk, dairy, uh, cheese, and gluten was the biggest uh, culprit. Because gluten and dairy, they that both contain um, protein in a form that is really hard for human beings to digest, and it triggers leaky gut. So it it triggers the the leakiness of the intestines or in the gut, which means that these partially um, so on. Un- Sorry about the language stuff, but you you get this in partially digested food items penetrating into the bloodstream. And so the immune system starts attacking um, own tissue because this does not look like something that the body can recognize as food. It's directly in the bloodstream. Furthermore, gluten has a resemblance. It looks like the body's own tissue. So the body starts attacking own tissue, and that can be in wherever weak spot you've got. It can be in the cerebellum, which is a disaster for children with these learning and behavioral issues. It can attack the the tissue in, uh, it can attack um, the joints, it can affect the skin. So that's some of the things that my children were experiencing, the the eczema, severe eczema, and the asthma-like symptoms. All of this disappeared completely. And then my son started to have eye contact. And it was like my son had been on drugs. And I don't know if you know this, but both gluten and casein. So casein is a protein in milk and it's the casein, which is the biggest problem in milk and dairy products. So casein and gluten, the, the, the peptides in gluten, mimics narcotics so it triggers receptors in the brain just like morphine and heroin and um, speed would do so it actually acts and the body responds to these um, to these peptides when they enter the bloodstream as if it was morphine or heroin or speed. And that's why my son was, sometimes he was just sitting there looking into a corner of the room, rocking, totally apathic, looked like he was on drugs, or he would be bouncing off the walls, completely hyperactive, having the most incredible screaming fits and tantrums and Night terrors. When it was the the speed effect of these food intolerances that he was he was suffering from. Also, he had heavy metals. So we started doing tests on him. He had heavy metal overload. He had gut dysbiosis. He had uh, inability to detoxify. He didn't he didn't take in the nutrients that he was getting from food. So he needed to supplement he also had problems with undermethylation and later we found out that he had pyrol disorder all of which drains the body from b6 zinc and magnesium and he also had copper overload which can get, get which probably brought him into these fits of anxiety and aggression total out of control aggression where he would attack and scream and be out of control So much more about that in another podcast. But long story short, the whole family went on this diet and lifestyle change. We went into the forest every day. We moved out from the city because we just knew we had to change our lives completely. So we went outside every day, grounded our feet to the earth we had fresh air coming into our faces and we were out in the sunlight instead of sitting in front of the screens and the blue light. And we were exercising our child. We were actually at the time using cerebellar um, stimulating exercises. So spinning, jumping, cross coordination exercises. We were following a method called Doman, which I won't recommend for autistic children anymore because there's so many better programs now. Out there, uh, just to name one, with Sing, W I T H Z I N G, which is my soulmate's program, which works much, much better. Um, But slowly but surely, we got our child back. And his personality shined through. He stopped being aggressive. He became loving. He wanted hugs again, which was so amazing for me because I had had no contact with this child for years. He started to have a relationship with his brother. Everything calmed down. I lost all the excess fat on my body. I got rid of cellulite. I got rid of all my acne. My depression vanished. My anxiety just weaned off and to me I was thinking okay if this can happen in my family we can get rid of all these things in my family think about even even autism which everyone including all the psychiatrists had told me could never ever be reversed because it's genetic and it's for life and you just need to cope with it and he's going to need help all his life. It's not true and in an upcoming podcast I'll interview one of the leading experts in this who are reversing children from autism constantly. His name is Albert Menzer, so keep your eye out for that interview. But I thought I'm going to help other families overcome their issues by inspiring them to do the same. So I wrote this book in Danish and it sold 180,000 copies. My son got into a normal school, he passed all his exams, he's now living a completely normal neurotypical life. And the only people who actually judge me or hate me are the autistic society people. (laughs) It's uh, adults, adults with autism who say, you don't tell us that we need to be cured from anything, we're perfect just the way we are. Don't don't demonize us and you're delusional, you're a quake because autism is, is genetic. And I just want to say that wherever you want to be in your life, wherever you want to go, whether this is for you or not, just do whatever feels right for you. But if this story calls for you, if it triggers a hope in you, and if it feels true for you, please don't believe anybody who's telling you that there's nothing you can do because it is simply untrue every day this happens and in Scandinavia where I come from and in the UK there's not a lot of experts there who know enough about methylation and pyrrole disorder and and these underlying issues gut issues gut brain issues um, heavy metal overload copper overload, that's often a a nutritional deficiency and nutritional overload, that's often the case for these children and what to do about it, because it's not something that's easy to treat. And the earlier you start, the better. But there's no doubt that if you have a child with learning issues and behavioral issues, the cleaner you can live, the better. And many of these children are just... Because we can't deal with them, because they are so demanding, it's so exhausting, and it's so stressful to live with a child with autism, we tend to put them in front of an iPad or a TV and give them comfort foods, because we need a break, and they need a break, and we want to do something for them that makes them happy, and I totally understand that, because I've been there. My son used to be in an institution every month, so that we could get a break as a family, but... Right now my 16 year old who is his little brother is now talking about this story as well. We we changed as a family. We became one of the healthiest families in the world because of this story. This story was my darkest moment, but it was also the 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 door that opened in, into my life purpose. And I got divorced from my ex-husband, and he's my best friend now. He lives in Denmark, I live in the UK with my soulmate and my two sons, including my formerly autistic son, who has no symptoms of autism at all. He's a musician and a producer and a DJ. He's completed his education, he's got friends, he's had girlfriends, everything is like a normal family, and yet not at all because of what we've been through. My youngest, he started a YouTube channel and his own company, inspiring other youngsters to live healthily, not drink and not party, take care of the body, sleep at night, don't go out and party too much, don't eat sugar, dairy and gluten. That's my 16-year-old. You can follow him on YouTube. His name is Melvininho Mauritson. And you can also follow my son. His name is Mauritson. Um, that's his artist name and he's on Spotify and Instagram as well. I am creating this podcast and upcoming episodes to inspire women, especially and but families out there to get back to nature, to the way that Mother Nature intended us to live, eat, breathe and raise our children, to reconnect to the self-healing capacity To understand how you can heal your family by healing yourself, parenting yourself, and reconnecting. Because deep inside, my soul knew that I had the answer within me. I knew that the doctors weren't right. Your intuition as a woman is infinite. Your self-healing capacity is infinite. Your soul knows, your inner voice knows what the next next step has to be for you and for your children and your family. And I am here to support you all the way. So until next time, take care of yourself, listen to that inner voice, and ask yourself, what am I doing right now that's taking me away from my values, from my inner truth, from my health, from my soul's calling, and from my ability to be... A good woman, a great mother and a good partner. Love you and look forward to connecting with you soon.